Just. Two. Idiot. Stock. King. So I've been thinking here recently. I've got a double so actually. Oh, double so so so. So so. I've been thinking recently, and uh, you know, A Rod, J Lo, all that. I from now on want to be referred to as Kegra. 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 When people see that, though, aren't they going to think Kegra? I don't care what they think. Anything like that, I will not respond to anything but Kegra. I suppose I would be Kogra then. Kogra? Kogra, you would be. <laughs> so I've been thinking about, we've got, times are hard now. Times are hot. It's recession. It's like what the 30s were like. So I've been thinking about a career, a new career. Yeah, a career. As opposed to, <laughs> as opposed to just relaxing on the couch. And uh, it's hard for me to figure out how to get into this career path because I have to assume there's a lot of preparation that needs to be involved. What I want, what I want to do is be a pickpocket. I want, I want a life of crime is what I want to get into right now. And the first thing I need to do is, is learn how to pickpocket. And I don't know how you even begin to do that. Coat rack. I have to assume maybe you get like a dummy, you put a jacket on them and you something like that. Play a lot of operation. Yeah, thing. So that and I need to pick locks as well because I'm going to break into homes also. And I'm hoping this whole gun thing works out for me so that people are disarmed because, you know, who needs that, right? Better, better safe than sorry there. The, uh, the, the thing that, I need most though to make this new career path for me work is I need to become a public official. We are just two idiots talking. We've got a, uh, well, we've got a show for you this evening. It's the Wednesday evening show happening on Wednesday evening. We've got a, uh, we've got a, a, a special format for you this evening. Ken went and saw himself some Top Gun. So we're going to do a whole dedicated portion to Top Gun after we open up the show as we always do, which is tradition on this very program with since we last spoke. Those are all the occurrences since we talked last. Uh, We've got the U.S. Open coming up here in golf this week. So Ken's going to draft the Kraft Things lineup. And there's a bit of trivia for this episode as well that Ken's going to lay on us. Ken! Since we last spoke, what you got? I think you go first. I'm going to defer to you since you have uh, a plethora of since we last spoke. And all I've done is, as we know, uh, been furthering my current career path. <laughs> You've been practicing. Watching Lost. <laughs> I'm telling you, you just got to play a lot of operation. That's when you know you lost. Is that is that the key? That's the key to pickpocketing. Find yourself a good mentor. I was surprised that you knew what that game was. Is that even available anymore? It's probably a up. It's probably upgraded now. Operation yeah. version seven hundred point four. You literally get shocked. <laughs> it's a real body. It's get a better, kids. Oh, it's a cadaver. <laughs> You buy it, you buy it, it's 200 pounds, it's a cadaver. Oh, this game stinks. Rib, rib spreader. 
Ken, since we last spoke, um, I don't know if you saw this, but the San Francisco Giants, uh, uh, what's his name? The the guy with the fantasy football f- uh, snafu that's going on? Oh, Fam. Is his name? Yeah, jo- is it Josh Fam? Josh Fam? Fam is his last name. I don't I don't know who he is. Anyways, the whole the guy snafu- that the guy that punched out. That got punched out. The guy that got Jock is his name. Jock Peterson. Jock Peterson. Yeah. Oh, he's the one from San Fran. No, Fam is the one from Cincinnati. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. uh, Peterson in the in the San Francisco he's Giants. The the, he's the one that wears the pearls or yep. wore the pearls. <laughs> I dig him. <laughs> I know this this guy's awesome. I'm loving him every day by the second. <laughs> Anyways, they show up to warm-ups with some warm-up T-shirts on that read, and I quote, Fantasy Football 101, it's not cheating to stash players on IR. It isn't. It isn't. It's not. He's 100% correct. No, the whole team wore these shirts. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Everybody bought fam? Yeah. (laughs) But that's, that's, that's called win later. That's he not this year, next year. Exactly. If you're in a keeper league, any that's all fair. I'm hundred percent in agreement with this. Strategery is what it is. Mm-hmm. Who's gonna win next year? Jock Peterson. <laughs> he's he's set, he's setting him up for success, that's for sure. That's right. Unless if you took Antonio Brown. Yeah, that's true. Since we last spoke. NHL news has broke near and dear to my heart, the Flyers. I don't know if this has been officially announced, but I know it's been rumored. Tortorelli. Oh, really? New head coach. coach. Now, I know you know the torts because he's been with your your Rangers. He's been with the squad. I believe they made the cup with torts. Actually, he's been with half a dozen teams as is, and as I'm thinking of, as I was thinking about this, because he was with the Columbus Jackets, Blue Jackets, whatever they're called, and uh, maybe half a dozen other, but those are the the Rangers and the and the Blue Jackets are the ones that he really made big big names with. I believe those are the two most recent as well. And I remember, and I recall, and it made me think first of all of how much these guys are recycled. Because remember how I wanted trots, torts, trots. What's the difference? You know, there was got a, just an R. Yeah, one's got a Z, one's got an S. You switch the O and the R around, boom. There you have it. You know, do you know the name Mike Keenan? No. He was a coach of the Philadelphia Flyers as well back in the day. But he's most famously known as being the coach of the New York Rangers when they won the cup. Oh, okay. Back in 93? Mike Keenan. I think they called him the Iron Fist. The Iron Fist. <laughs> he ruled with an Iron Fist. If I'm wrong on that, so what? But it sounds cool, doesn't it? <laughs> it does, yeah. I dig it. I dig it. I'd want to be referred to as the Iron Fist. Um, I saw that the Bruins coach that was let go just signed with the Golden Knights. That's what I've seen so far. The Golden Knights? And yeah. you know who you know who was the culture the coach of the Golden Knights? Your current coach of the New York Rangers, Gallant. Yeah, yeah. 
and we'll see we'll see how long he sticks around that's right see what i'm saying it's just constant it's a juggling act yeah i think this time will be different (laughs) it's always the same it's always oh also i didn't write this down but uh no i'll give you as another since we last okay ken since we last spoke i don't know if you've seen the u.s open pressers but it's as good as advertised Phil Mickelson comes out first, the inaugural uh, presser, and he's he's very respectful of everybody's opinion, and he can respect that you have a respectable opinion. Yeah, yeah. Um, this whole thing is just dirty to me. The, the whole thing, the whole live thing is just dirty to me. On top of that, it, it was uh, whose brother is – it's one of them. One of them is on the PGA and his brother's on live Brooks Kepka. Kepka. That's who it was. It's okay. You know, he's, he's kind of giving it the soft shoe, you know, giving it a little, it's all okay. And then I'm like, really? And then I hear, well, yeah. And his brother's on the live tour. <laughs> well, he was the one that was like, why do you guys keep asking me about a bullshit tournament that happened last week? He's like, you're putting a black cloud over the U S open. And it's, I actually feel bad for the guys for once. I feel bad in this respect. Remember when I said it was the senior open, it's more like a conglomerate of the, uh, the senior and the, is it corn flower? Corn fairy. The corn fairy. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, it's like a conglomerate of that and it's more corn fairy. Yeah. It's a lot of, it's a lot of low talent. They aren't playing on the PGA tour every week. Right. So who's going to want to watch that? This is really just going to dis in my opinion. And I'm not by any means a golf expert. If you've been listening, you know, but I think this is just going to disappear after like four live events. And there's all this talk. Well, Fox doesn't have golf anymore. Fox, Fox, maybe they'll pick it up. I, I don't think that they will. Cause I don't think people, I don't know what the numbers have been on because you had to seek out and watch it on you on the YouTube channel that they have. Yeah. I have to assume that nobody was watching it though. Uh, I think the first day it was like a hundred thousand and then it tapered off the, the next two days because a hundred thousand. The, the new yeah, the nuance weared off. <laughs> and then, yeah, it dwindled. But it's sounding like uh, the one thing that's going to keep this thing around is the fact that the Saudis are backing it with their money because they have unlimited funds, right? Because it's government money. It's sounding like they're going to buy the DP World Tour, which is like the European tour. So that's what they're trying to do right now. That's what they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. But can that happen? And is and you just said DP, and it made me think of something else. <laughs> something that's double. <laughs> this is another thing that I realized throughout the U.S. Open pressers is the guys on the PGA Tour when they're in front of a microphone are so much more articulate than the guys that left to the Live Tour. It's like worlds different. Like Rory McIlroy. Justin Thomas, John Rahm all articulate what like exactly what's going on quite well. 
then you have Phil Mickelson and those guys just like a box of rocks. Okay. Well, I, I, I don't forgive Phil for that because he's had plenty of microphones in front of his face, but most of the guys over there have not had the microphone in front of their face. Right. Whereas the other guys that you just mentioned all have, right. So it comes with the territory. You well, know, like people like DJ Dustin Johnson and uh, like the old timers, like Lee Westwood, Ian Poulter, just faltering. And then you have guys like Rory and John Rahm and JT that are quite articulate. Because they win. And Lee Westwood and Ian Poulter are just guys on the tour. <laughs> you know, so nobody's interviewing. Not anymore. <laughs> well, not anymore. But nobody's interviewing them because they just want to they just go out and play. They're, they're the nine to fivers, if you will. <laughs> the nine to fivers. Yeah. Nine to five. <laughs> I mean, relatively speaking. <laughs> I, well, I'm picking up what you're laying down. I, there was one other thing. Gosh, as you were spewing your, your thing there, I forgot what, I, what else I was going to mention. Maybe it'll come to me. And if it does, then I'll disrupt you as usual. <laughs> <laughs> and bring it up since we last spoke chris dreiger 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 yeah you heard about this uh-uh. the kraken are in need of a goaltender torn acl playing for the canada cup something like that i don't even know some other some little amateur thing i'm sure he wasn't getting paid well for <laughs> but uh he tore his mcl acl acl uh, we'll be out six to nine months. They're anticipating a, maybe a uh, by March. So uh, when the cup dro- or when the puck drops, when the cup drops, when the puck <laughs> drops, who's going to drop it? <laughs> when the puck drops, the Kraken are going with their second stringer, which is some guy I had never even heard of. Well, Dreiger is Grubauer not on the roster anymore? No, nope. The news that I got was. Uh, I'm not even going to scroll into it now, but because I, I had heard about it and then I'd forgotten to write it down. Obviously, this is this is my just now added since we last. Uh, maybe uh, maybe it brings in some some fresh a uh, fresh voice, some fresh skates. I don't know. We need to d up though, or things are going to get nasty before Christmas again. <laughs> again, that's going to be a long season. It's going to be a very long season. Ken, since we last spoke, I don't know if you saw this, but there's a new member to the Thursday Night Football Amazon crew. As part of the broadcast, we have one Richard Sherman. I did hear about this. Is he a part of it? I I thought he was part of the pregame. Oh, is he pregame? I, I think I, I thought he was the pregame. He was part of the pregame show, is what I had heard. Okay, I, didn't, I, I, didn't yeah, I just heard he's joining the team. I didn't delve into the specifics of it, but where where I heard this story from immediately followed it with, did Amazon not, or did Amazon forget his drunken antics at his ex-wife's or girlfriend's or whatever, right in front of the house on the ring Zoom thing there? And how is this even possible? (laughs) I guess the man is, uh, has atoned. He has atoned. No, I don't think he has a tone. And so don't even get me started with Richard Sherman. Basically, he spews idiocy. That's all it is. Well, he does have a Stanford uh, education. 
Yeah, he got into Stanford because of his SATs. I doubt it. <laughs> Maybe he took the ACT. I don't think I think on the West Coast, I don't think they did. That's a that's a Midwest thing, ACT. Yeah, well, I think people take both now. Oh, do they? Well, now they they take neither. Yeah, they've they've already graduated by the time they get to college. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Richard Sherman, I don't know. Um, Amazon. I I don't have I'm not a prime member, so I probably won't be watching Thursday night football. Is that for this year? I think this is the this is the first year, yeah, right? I think so. 2023. So I won't be, I guess I won't be watching any Thursday night football. Since we last spoke, since she's here, <laughs> I'm going to bring this up. And most of this didn't happen since we last spoke. Most of it happened prior to since we last spoke. However, the most recent occurrence happened since we last spoke. We got a little flower garden over in the corner of the yard here. And uh, my beloved wants the dog wants to keep the dog out from pooping on the flowers, etc. <laughs> so we go out, we, uh, we procure, no, don't go away. Don't walk away. You got to listen to this. <laughs> you can hear me and get naked at the same time. Atta girl. <laughs> Multitasking. <laughs> not now. It's not now. Tomorrow. Anyway, so we go out and buy this little picket fence. It's like a foot and a half tall, maybe two feet. Oh, know. yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. I put this, I painstakingly pound this into the ground to keep the dog from getting into the, uh, into the air, the flowered area. Earlier today, I'm enjoying my time in front of the television and I hear a rough, He's stuck. He's stuck inside of it. Ruff, ruff. I go outside there. Yeah, you, woof. I go outside and there he is. In the fenced out, in the fenced in area. <laughs> How'd he get in there? <laughs> How'd he get in there? I don't know. And I notice a broken picket as well. Oh, he just he wanted to been, shit on them flowers. He had clearly been in there prior and uh, escaped once. And I said, well, get you, you got in there. Get yourself out. Come on. <laughs> you made your bed now lie in it. <laughs> exactly it. <laughs> So I, the picket fence was well before since we last spoke, but since we last spoke, he got stuck in there today. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Ken, since we last spoke, I don't know if you saw this, but Kim Kardashian uh, to, to the Met Gala wore Marilyn Monroe's uh, infamous um, Mr. President dress, the one that she did the, the song or whatever. Okay. Kim Kardashian wears it to the uh, Met Gala and the Marilyn Monroe folks that that let her do so say that it, the dress has been returned uh, irreparable beyond repair. Because uh, because it's blown out and in one side. Yeah, that's, that must be what it was. Apparently, Kim Kardashian was not very careful with the dress. Maybe Pete Davidson got a hold of that. Oh, that's what it was. <laughs> you sly dog. <laughs> Since we last spoke, Clay, Clay, I was about to say Kardashian. 
Clay Thompson, not the real Clay Thompson. I had this one down. <laughs> did you see the whole video, though? I did, yeah. It is absolutely phenomenal. It's probably on YouTube. It, it, I don't know. I saw it on television, but if, you, if I would imagine if you go to YouTube or just Google Clay Thompson fake, <laughs> you'll be able to see the video. Goes into the check-in, and, and all the security there seems to know who he is. Is what <laughs> I'm looking at. What's up, Clay? Let's get a dub tonight, huh? They <laughs> just get let him on in, and knocks down a three. Okay, so not too shabby. Misses a layup, air ball though. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. Now, then the story that I hear is one of the people that led him into the facility is one of the people that exited the facility. Oh, really? I, I have to imagine that she no longer has a job. Probably not. Uh, and he has been banned for life. He has been banned from life, and, and rightfully so. When I first heard the story, it made they made it sound like it was like a pregame thing. There's people in the stand. You know, I, I had an audience there and everything like that. And then, then I saw the video and goes, there's nobody there. I mean, this is like two hours pre-show. That's no big deal. Yeah. But uh, should be banned. That's mm -hmm. my take. He can go hang out in the ocean. Go take a <laughs> Did you hear that too? <laughs> oh, Clay Thompson likes it. He likes to go and soak into the ocean. It's better, uh, than, better than an ice bath. He's one with, with nature. That makes sense, yeah. All that, yeah. He's, he's, a, he's a strange dude. Hey, man, as long as he hits three-pointers, he's good. Washington State, that's why. <laughs> that is exactly why. Ken, I don't know if you saw this. Uh, did you know that Herschel Walker was an FBI agent? Like Elvis? Apparently, uh, Herschel Walker has been saying that uh, he was in the FBI. Nobody has any record of this. Uh, the only question I have for you is we really want this man to make a push for the Senate. And by nobody, do you mean the FBI included? Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? I, I For the first time this last weekend, I saw the current senator that he's up against, I believe, Bill Warnock. Is that his name? War, Warlock. War, is it War, Warnock? Is it Warlock? No, it's not Warlock. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Warlock. It's Warnock. I, I know his last name is Warnock. I don't know his. I don't know if his first name is Phil. He could be a Warlock, but he is a Reverend. <laughs> so that would be very. <laughs> that would be hilarious if it was Reverend L Warlock. <laughs> that. That right there is priceless. Yeah, that's gold right there. <laughs> but Warnock, uh, I saw speak on something uh, this weekend, and I went, gosh, this guy's a senator. Uh, <laughs> well, uh... <laughs> Life of crime, elected official. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> when I spoke. Oh, go. It's, like the, it's like the uh, pick your poison. Do you want dumb or dumber? <laughs> well, in Georgia, I guess it doesn't matter. <laughs> That's true. It's all the same in Georgia. Step up your game, Georgia. Come on. <laughs> Since we last spoke, I found it funny how ESPN, I'm watching, this was just uh, literally hours ago. I'm watching uh, Around the Horn. First story, the lead story, and this wouldn't have happened for the last 10 years. NHL is the lead story. I found it funny how 
ESPN now has the NHL, and I'm seeing a lot of NHL on around the horn PTI. They're plugging, they're plugging. They're <laughs> it's all, it's the long con. I'm fine with it because I want to hear about it. But uh, for years, it was ghosted. Yeah, there just wasn't the audience. Even now, is there really the audience? I mean, I'm down for it, but... There should be. Who's watching NBA? You fall asleep in the third quarter. You wake up You wake up after the game. It was just the same as when you fell asleep. There's <laughs> nothing there. 12 points, and that was the, cl- that was the tightest the game got. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. There's no there there, as uh, a lot of the politicians like to say. There's no there there. There's same no- with baseball. I don't know how NHL is at number two already with, with soccer being a close third. I, I mean, in my eyes, it's there. Do you want excitement or do you want you just come out like baseball? If you, if you're a Yankee fan, are you, you don't even, you're stick. you're not even going past the fifth inning. You go, it's a wrap. We're good. Yep, okay, we got we're this good. one. We're good. We're going to bed. Yankees mm. run differential right now is like 127. <laughs> it's just stupid. The it's... next, the next, and uh, the second place is like 64. So they're double up on the on number two. They're doubled up on number two. Yeah. After two months, after a month and a half. <laughs> right. <laughs> Cruising right along. What's it, gonna be, what's it going to be at the end of the year? Well, if we if we continue at this pace, so so book the Yankees in the World Series, right? I guess you would, yeah. Why even watch baseball then, if you know the ending already? Spoiler alert: Yankees win. <laughs> Yankees, <laughs> Dodgers, shocker. Oh, I don't like the shocker. Well, you were talking a different shocker. Double shocker. Oh, two two in the pink, one in the stink. Two in the uh, two in the strawberry, one in the chocolate. For me, I need two and I need two in the stink. Two in the stink. You got to switch it up. Go upside down. Well, I don't have a one. I mean, I don't have a place for the two. I'm not Bruce Jenner or whatever she is now. <laughs> Ken, that's all I got. You got anything else? Nope, I'm good. Let's re- uh, let's readjourn. We'll readjourn, and Ken will draft a Craftings lineup. I'll do one live. Do oh, it live. You, you know what? I can square. I'm, I'm, I'm prepared. Are you, are you prepared? Do it. 240. You're on the clock. Please it. Boom. I'm ready. You know who two of my guys are already. <laughs> right? I think so. Shall we, shall I share? Willie Zilly. Willie Zilly. As you're pulling up the app, it sprung it on you. This is going to be quick now. Cam Smith, Will Zalatoris, two at the Joel, top. Joel Dahman. My man. Oh, are we going to have a repeat? No. I don't know. Tune in to find out. Sue Kim. <laughs> <laughs> My boy, double S, Sep Straka. Oh, that's a good Girl. play. That leaves me enough money for Big Dick. Nope, he didn't make it in the U.S. Open. Big Dick Vic. Big Dick Rick, he's the first alternate. He is on the grounds practicing. He's practicing, but he's not available on DraftKings. <laughs> DraftKings. Not, not yet, he's not. 
Are we All good? Right. The, yeah, I've got a minute 28. Here we go. Um, let's see. Let's see. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. There's so much pressure. So much pressure. Oh, you haven't set it up yet. No, we I haven't. With, we can come back with your picks. No, I got this. I got this. I'm going Joaquin Neiman. Oh my gosh. Daniel Berger. Berger. Max Omar. Omar. Like it. We are going to win some money this week. Uh, I'm going to go with it. Tommy Fleetwood. You can go your own way. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> Sung J M. Okay. Leaves me 9,300 for who? Big Dick. No. Chaboy. No. Willie Zilly. Oh, Willie Zilly. Out of nowhere, he's going to win it, baby. That would be very good. We're fully invested in Will Zalatoris <laughs> this weekend. I like it. I like it. There you have it. Those are the Craft Kings lineup. Ken's going to come back with a bit of trivia. And we're back. Ken's got a bit of trivia for us. That's going to lead into our very next segment. That's going to get its own segment. Uh, we would just like to preface here by letting you know uh, if you have not seen the new Top Gun movie, there will be spoilers. Uh, just as a disclaimer, there were no animals or aircraft harmed in the making of this show. Do we know that for sure? Not yet. Okay. Uh, real quick, I, I happen to notice that you called the last episode Deb Zamico. Uh, which uh, I would have said download, rate, subscribe, but no longer exists. <laughs> I uh, I quick looked on the uh, on the web there that they no longer serve gas there at the Deb Zamico. But it is a convenience store, though. And no, it's it's shut down. It's it's even got a for sale sign in the front of it. But I did notice that the price of gas there, as of August of 2021, was two dollars and eighty nine cents. I take that two dollars eighty nine nine though right you yeah know, you gotta get that extra nine a little nine on there so my trivia for you and uh this will i don't even know how to preclude this um as you know but most of the listeners probably do not know i was in the greatest military force on the history of the planet the united states navy um and the, you laugh. But no bias. No bias there. No, you laugh, but it's absolutely true. Not only do we have the greatest uh, fleet, uh, oceanic fleet in the, in the world, we also have the second greatest Air Force in the world, only behind the United States Air Force. And we also <laughs> have, And we also have what might be in the top 20, although I don't know how to confirm this, but we might have in the top 20 uh, the greatest land assault force in the world as well in the United States Marines. Many of you don't know that the Marines are part of the, the Navy. Makes we sense. Own, Marines, Navy. Yeah, we own that shit. Anyway, the trivia question that I have for you, and I only sourced one, one place for this, but I was thinking about this and most of them matched what I was thinking of. So I went with it. <laughs> Confirmation bias. I want you to tell me the largest armies in the world, by country, active military personnel only, not reserves. China. 
China is number one. Russia. Russia is number five. Number five. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. India. India is number two. Let me tell you this much. Three of them, it is required. Three countries require. North Korea. North Korea. (laughs) Norway. Not Norway. But if North Korea requires you to be in South Korea. Uh Aha. So North Korea is number four. South Korea is number eight. There is one other country that requires the Ute to become to be in the military. It is in the Middle East. I'll tell you that much. Pakistan. Pakistan isn't in the Middle East, but it is in the top ten. Number <laughs> Close six. enough. Close enough to the Middle East. <laughs> now Pakistan is because it's in proximity of India and Russia, right there. So it only makes sense, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Iraq. Iran. Iran is number seven. That's your Middle East. There's one that you forgot that possibly you would like to be in the top 10. The United States. The United States, <laughs> number three. <laughs> oh, I didn't think it was going to be that high because isn't it a lot of reserves right now? I feel like the reserves are more than like active duty. But it's but still, we, I mean, we, there's a lot of people that live in this country. That's and, true. That's uh, true. Okay, I'll give you hints on the other two because these are going to be difficult for you. One of them is Southeast Asia. So it's going to give you, that's going to give you one of three countries. Mongolia. Huh? Mongolia. No, that's not, I wouldn't consider that Southeast Asia, but that is a good guess. Southeast Asia, I consider four countries and four countries only. They're kind of like Florida in the Southeast Asia part. (laughs) And the other one is North Africa. North Africa, Ethiopia. Norther. Norther. Norther than, well, no, well, e- Syria. Wester. I guess Ethiopia butts has, this, does Ethiopia go to the Mediterranean? Yeah, it's, it's like touching okay. Italy almost. So west of Ethiopia. Ethiopia. The, uh, think of the largest country in Africa. What is the largest country in Africa? The Nile runs through it. Egypt. Egypt. Thank you very much. That's number 10. Southeast Africa or Southeast Asia. Southeast Asia. I'm going to go with Vietnam's an island. Vietnam. Vietnam. That is correct. I was now outside looking in Turkey. Myanmar, which when I was a youth was called Burma. <laughs> Indonesia, which doesn't make sense to me because it's like on an island by itself, but I guess maybe they're gotta, gotta for, respect that island. If somebody's coming to invade, don't fuck with Indonesia. <laughs> Brazil and Thailand. I was gonna say Brazil. I, that's what I was thinking uh, before I said uh, the United States. The moral to the story is if you don't want military conflict, South America is the place to be. Go South America. Yeah. <laughs> That's because it's all internal, isn't it? Because <laughs> it's all just cartel run. Oh, is <laughs> I guess that I guess that makes sense. They just they keep things in-house in South America. 
the United States Navy. Greatest military force on the planet. And we've got a new propaganda movie out. (laughs) I'm ready to get people enlisted. (laughs) Ken, you recently saw the new Top Gun. Uh, I discussed it a a little bit uh, prior to this show on this very program. Ken, tell us, I'm going to give you the, I'm going to give you the microphone. Take a step up on that soapbox. Preach. Okay. First of all, Top Gun, I was a member of the United States Navy. The first time I. You don't say. Yeah. I don't even know how to start this. Back in the day when I was in high school, Top Gun was the shit movie that we all saw over and 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 over again. We quoted it nonstop. We even did the, uh, have you seen the, you've seen the original Top Gun, right? Mm-hmm. We did the uh, you, the high five, bring it down. Bring it back, yeah. Woo! Yeah. That was, I mean, that was, that was the thing we did. We were quoting it all the time. I joined the Navy and I didn't join the Navy because of the movie, but because I originally joined the Air Force. But uh, <laughs> when I was in boot camp, the amount of people that told me that they joined the Navy because of that movie was phenomenal. Yeah, enlistment went up like 86% or something like that. It, it absolutely blew my mind. And then I was talking to people that told me the jobs that they wanted to do because of that movie, like um, uh, flight deck uh, bosun's mate, I can't, I don't remember exactly what the term is, but it's the guys that stand up there and and tie down the the planes and all that, an absolute shit job, but that's what they wanted to be. And that's what they were. And in hindsight, I went, man, bad choice. Yeah, ooh, it could have been better for you. Because I know what those jobs were. I was in an air conditioned office, uh, drinking coffee and smoking <laughs> cigarettes. I was good. They were up top. <clears throat> a lot of times pushing a broom, cleaning shit up, things like that. Uh, it looked cool in the movie, though. Didn't yeah. it? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't sign up for this. No, sir, you did. So Top, top Gun 2, shall we call it? Maverick. Top Gun Maverick. Where do I start? Where do I start? Uh, the movie beginning. at the beginning. Okay. <laughs> Let me go personal level here. First of all, um, you got a three-star admiral. You got two three-star admirals and a two-star admiral. That's not real. <laughs> That's <Okay>. Hollywood. <laughs> that is absolutely not real. There's That is way too high ranking for all of that. The second thing that I, the first thing that I notice on any military movie that I see is everybody is always under ribboned. If you don't know what I mean, it's on yeah, their. There should be on like the higher up should be a lot more. On their left breast, okay. There's a bunch of ribbons on there. So John Ham, the three-star admiral, he's got like, I don't know, twenty ribbons, something like that. I was in I was in the Navy three years and nine months. I had eight ribbons. He's got just barely double what I have. If you see Millie, 
our uh, our uh, um uh what, what is it what is he director uh oh god now i'm now i'm at a loss you know general milley the the command uh joint chief of staff oh yeah yeah okay yeah yeah you know who he is yeah he's he's fully loaded he's loaded he's got 40 of them he's a four-star general he's been in the military for 30 years that's what it should look like that's what it should look like on all of these guys if they have a star there and it's not 40 at least he's like four wide 10 high <laughs> it's it's a that's, it's a breastplate that's what it should look like i'm looking at this guy and going i got that one that one that one now and no you should be better than that <laughs> they need secondly, it to look clean I, though secondly i don't know if you knew this or not but where <laughs> Top Gun is now apparently is at Naval Air Station North Island. Yeah, in uh, San Diego. That is where I was. Yeah. They did not have fighter pilots or they didn't have fighter jets there when I was there. They, they were <laughs> over, they were across the bay in Miramar. So I thought that was pretty cool that they were at a station. I didn't know that. But when I was stationed there, all they had were. The squadron that I was in was Air Anti-Subron, which is a VS, which just flies out there and drops sauna buoys. It tries to kill uh, submarines. Well, probably more fish than submarines, but that's (laughs) that's the objective. And helicopters. That's the only thing that was out on that out on that station at the time. So when they said North Island, I was like, huh, I kind of know that place. (laughs) I've been there before. So that that was pretty cool. Um, What else would I say? Oh, also. And you'd have to go back to, and you didn't notice this, but at the time when I was watching, I was like, huh, I know that squadron. One of the squadrons that one of the pilots that was recruited for the mission uh, was from VFA 151, which was on which was a squadron that was uh, out of Atsugi, Japan, that was on the midway with me. Oh. If you notice, uh, if you look at the logo, it's got a skull, and then it's got uh, like, uh, hi, Mimi. Uh, it's got, uh, it looks like a atomic, uh, um, What's it when the what 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 do we do around the sun? Orbit. Orbit. It's, it, it looks like it, it looks like it looks like electrons orbiting the uh, the skull. Okay. Okay. On it. So, so the skull is like the nucleus. Exactly. So that that was pretty cool. Um, I when I was so here's the thing. I when I was on when I was on the midway, all we had was FA 18s but they were only, they were strictly fighters on the midway because, and this is just from, from hearsay, the midway could not handle the size of an F-14. An F-14 Tomcat, which is what's in the original. Yeah. Well, which is also in this one. Which is also in this one, which I'll come back to in, which I'll critique. I have a little critique on that in a little bit. But uh, they weren't used as 
as attack. So the the FA eighteen, it's if you if in the movie, if you'll notice, the the one seater is a fighter plane. The two seaters are bombers. Mm -hmm. If you don't know, so the reason in the movie, you know, when they're going on the mission, they've got the fighter in front. That's if there's incoming, then they they're going to take care of the incoming. The one the one that's behind them is the attack. They're the bomber. They're just they're there to bomb the target. And that's it. The thing that I found. No, I'll come back to that. I'll come back. I'll come back to the. Uh, to the comment on the uh, the F-14 in a little bit. On the movie as a whole. Up until the mission was completed, I thought it absolutely sucked. I would I would consider this movie being in four parts. The first part, you knew what was going to happen. Of course, he's going to hit Mach 10. I thought that was more like a, here's an introduction to the character that we have, just in case you didn't see the first movie. Right, yeah, here's a, here's a little something for you. Yeah, here's who he is, okay? You know, he's he's derelict of duty. He's, you know, he's a gunslinger. He's you know, a maverick. He's a maverick. He's, a, he's, <laughs> he's going against the grain, all this. So I understood why they put that in there. And it was pretty short, right? I mean, in hindsight, that part of the movie, that part of the movie was, um, was brief, and it had some comedy to it, which which helped it along. Yeah, yeah. The 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 old astronaut thing. Where am I? Earth. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah. <laughs> good one, kid. Yeah. No, and no. Uh, well, I was thinking of the part where he hits Mach ten, and, and the guy that's in the in the control center stands up. And gives Ed Harris a little bit, <laughs> and then he says, "Sir." <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought that was pretty yes, I forgot about that part. That was pretty funny. Uh, then the second part, I thought could have been any, everything. Any scene that that involved Jennifer Conley, I thought could have been eliminated from the movie. Yeah, when I see her, I think one thing. And you've seen Requiem for a Dream, right? Yes dildo to the behind that's all i think of when i see jennifer connelly <laughs> that's a shame the whole time i'm commenting though on the on the jennifer connelly thing i'm like she's like half his age because tom cruise is like 60 years old right yeah and i don't know that much about jennifer connelly other than one movie <laughs> <laughs> and i'm, <laughs> I'm like um, this is pet. He's a pet right here. He's a pedo. Um, but, and then I looked into this afterwards, not actually, actually older than I thought she was 40 something. No, she's like two months younger than me. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> she's in her fifties. So getting it done. Um, but I was commenting on that after we left the movie and, uh, and, uh, Kelly says, yeah, but Tom Cruise doesn't look like he's 60. So given. And then I come to find out that she's actually 50. So <laughs> yeah, so it's all good now. Yeah. So we're okay. The uh up until after the mission was done. So you knew 
the, the, the biggest problem that I had in the movie was you knew what was going to happen. Val Kilmer. Okay. That was all a gratis thing. And you knew why they, you knew he had to be part of the movie and it was cool the way they, they built that into it. Cause we all know personally what's wrong with him. He's had the, had the throat cancer and can barely speak. And I was actually surprised that he even talked. I know. Yeah. I was like, Oh damn. I didn't even think he could muster that much, but so I thought that part was okay. But then when he gets booted out, you knew exactly what was going to happen next. I, I mean, so I'm like, this is all, I could have wrote this. Yeah, this well, is all, yeah. th- and this is what I told you, right? Well, like, it's just to the T, it's to the book. So everything up until the mission, I'm like, this is just garbage. As I'm sitting there, I'm like, this, this movie sucks ass. It was entertaining it, though, right? No, even up to that point, I wasn't entertained. Like the, the whole piano thing, I was like, no, come on. That's not, you know what I'm saying? So it's just recycled, but I was entertained. Like the jet stuff was, was exciting to me. The jet stuff was okay, but that's not what, you're not going to a movie to just watch people fly around in jets. You know, I mean, it's got, it's got to be more than just that. I thought they, they, they grabbed too much from or the Miles Teller character up until after the mission was done was just garbage to me. Absolute garbage. So it was just a rehash of Goose? Yeah. <laughs> then the movie, because the, the only reason I would recommend the movie to anybody is after the mission is done. And Kelly says, as they're going through the little, uh, they're, they're flying through the little valley and all that other stuff up to the thing. She says, somebody's got to die here, right? <laughs> I go, well, it's not going to be the black guy. And it's not going to be the girl. So that means it's, it's, it's one of two. Okay. <laughs> that means it's, it's goose squared or, or it's Maverick. And I was like, uh, no, I don't think anyone's going to die here. See, I thought I thought they were gonna do that. I thought I was like somebody. I was like, he's gonna die. He's gonna. I figured he was gonna sacrifice, right? And then when it didn't happen, I was like, oh, that's cheesy. No, he did sacrifice. He just survived. Yeah. No, I didn't think. No, I knew there was no there was no doubt in my mind that he would not come out of this alive. <laughs> okay, it didn't matter what happened. His plane could have exploded, and he would be ejected at the last second. <laughs> Somehow, no, some way. I've seen, enough, I've seen enough Mission Impossibles to know that Ethan Hunt is going to live. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like a cockroach. Okay, so he he when he, when he, when they show the close up on his eyes, I wasn't surprised at that whatsoever. The helicopter scene, though, I went, okay, now we've got a movie. That is when the movie turned for me. That's when it became absolute gold in my eyes. When the, when the, when the, when the helicopter exploded, I went, okay, I know, I know who that was. Yeah, we, we know who that is. <laughs> but then what happens after that I thought was cool. Now, when they go to the to the base that had bombed that had been bombed down and they go to the F14 the first thing is what's his name rooster 
Bruce he Dana. calls. He says, "What is that relic referring to the to the to the F-14 Tomcat?" First of all, if you don't know anything about aviation or military or the United States naval aviation, the F-14 is only ten years older than the F-18. <laughs> I mean, it's not like it's a. It's not like it's that much of a relic. I'm like, it's not like it's a '50s Cadillac. I'm like, it's not. What are you even talking about? And second of all. I've talked to 20 people that have been in FA-18 squadrons that say the FA-18 is an inferior airplane. It's not as good of a fighter as the F-14, and it's not, a good, it's not as good as a bomber as the A-6. And the A-6 is 10 years, is 10 years older than the F-14. But the only thing that makes it, the only thing that makes it decent is its capability of being both. It's a hybrid. That's right. It can be a fighter or it can be in it or it can be a bomber. It's like right? the That's the only thing. That's the only thing that makes it superior. Now I wouldn't even say superior. That's the only thing that even keeps it relevant. Because the F-14 is a is a far superior fighter. And the A6 bomber, which came out in 1960 something, I mean it, born of North or born of the Korean War. Mamie, what are you doing? Mamie, what are you doing, girl? The only thing that even a pen. It was it's it's a pen. Yes, she's got it in her mouth, in her in her paws, and her mouth, and she's about to drop the apple on the floor because of it. She's practicing for that snake. Is that what (laughs) the snake that I gave her? The serpent. When he calls when he calls it a rock, then. To fast forward when they're in the when they are in the, the the final air fight I thought was excellent as well, but there were two scenes or there were two lines word for word from the original where he is mimicking his father. One of them is time for you to do, or, and I'm paraphrasing now because I don't know exactly what it is. It's been a long time since I've seen the original, and I just saw that this one. Time for you to do some of that piloting shit was one of them. Yeah. And, and this is not good, Mav, was, <laughs> was the other. This is not good, Mav, was the one I went, oh, my God. That's because <laughs> that's when they're in the flat tailspin in the original. Yeah. Eject, eject. Your thoughts. Um, as I detailed I thought it was super entertaining. I thought, like I said, the story was uh, pretty much just by the book, write it. Um, but yeah, I, I thought it was far more exciting. I, like I enjoyed when they were doing the training stuff. Um, and then the other stuff was just, yeah, it was all just ancillary stuff. It wasn't this, I wasn't there for the story to captivate me. I was there to have just enough story to keep me there to watch the action. As far as the story goes, weren't you, uh, like in the original, the difference between the original and this one was, in the original, you had a reason to care because of how they set it up at the beginning, right? When the first, we get the first dogfight, Merlin, or I don't even remember who, who what, or what the, what, the, what the call sign of the first guy is. Remember, he's, he's. He gets all wigged out. Yeah, he can't land the plane, all this other stuff. They're, they're in the dogfight. So they have that as the setup. Now we've got our enemy 
And then we know it's going to come back to them, right? Mm -hmm. We're going to come back to fight this one. In this one, there's no, there's nothing at the beginning as far as who the enemy is, right? It's like, all of a sudden we've got to go through this cavernous mountain region and all this. And for what? And, and for what, and who are we fighting against? And, you know, there's a, there's nothing explained in that other than we have this mission that we have to do. Also, one thing I uh, was a little confused about is they're part of the uh, United States uh, military force. You know, like uh, they they act like these uh, Mach fives or whatever or Mig fives. What did they call them? Uh, we're like new and uh, technologically advanced equipment. Don't we have the same shit? No, the FA-18 was, I was in the Navy in night from 1988 to 1992. That was the plane in, back then. Okay, so this plane, this, play, this plane precludes your birth. I know, but I mean, so you know when, when they um, got in the, in the dogfight, right, to get out and the, the new technology of the enemy does that like stoppage thing and then it flips upside down and they're like what the fuck was that right because those planes are newer than what we're using the united states air force does not have new planes like that well first of all navy navy and no fa-18s have been around since the mid 80s the planes that they're flying in are not that new I know, but what I'm saying is, how have they never seen anything like that? The United States has technology like that within the military. Not naval, not naval planes. Not naval they planes, but they should still know what it is. You guys are naval pilots. The Air Force does have uh, newer technology as far as their fighter planes, but I don't think the Navy has anything newer than the F A eighteen. And I think it, I think it more than anything. Like like when I was in the Midway, we didn't have. We didn't have F-14s because they were too big. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if, and I was told that they were too big. I didn't know if it was, they were too big because the catapults couldn't launch them because they didn't have the, the force to launch. An they, couldn't, they couldn't get or, it up fast enough. Or if they, exactly. Or if they were too big because of just the, the space that it, that it took to house them. I'm not sure, but I know of I know for a fact that the United States has jets that don't even need to um, have a runway to take off. They just go straight up like a helicopter. That just goes straight up. Yeah. Did you hear about that? Those Harriets? <laughs> the, one that, the one that crashed in Nevada? Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, they do them. exist. <laughs> <laughs> Those aren't dogfight planes, though. Well, what do they do? Just drop bombs? I have no idea what they are. They're, those are marine planes. I don't even know what they do. They have naval pilots, but I don't know what they're good for. Area 51, baby. Like, what is half this shit good for? We've got like road hogs or whatever they're called that just take out like a convoy, just drops like 12,000 bombs at one time. Bop, 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 bop. Well, they had two more planes in there that were there when I was in the Navy 30 years ago. The helicopter that brought him aboard, that helicopter was the same helicopter that was on the plane on the boat that I was on. The old tried and true. 
and the E2. I don't know if you know what an E2, but it's the one that has the big circular dish on the top of it. The one oh, that, yeah. the one that used the radar that told them where they were after after they had dropped out of radar range. Yeah, that plane was that plane is 1980 plus. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how old that plane is because that's not one of my deals, but that plane has been around for 30 plus years as well. Sounds like the Navy's uh, running out, getting out of touch with the times. It's all going to the Air Force now. But the problem is that the airport, the Air Force isn't mobile. That's true. They just are. They just are in the air. <laughs> that's that's why the better pilots are in the Navy because we're mobile. We can go from here to here to here. Like North Korea would have been uh, the the Korean War. This is why the A six bomber. This is what came about, or why the A6 bomber exists is because of the Korean War. You can only have so much in the Air Force. They're strictly, they can only be in South Korea, period. There's nothing, nobody else around. You know, we got China over here. They're not, okay, they're not going to let us have a base. Uh, Japan, that's further away. Uh, So, but if you got the Navy, you can park yourself right next to North Korea and launch, launch bombers and boom. And it's just like, uh, it's just like Iraq over in three days. This is why, this is why they, after the Korean war, they says, well, we need a little something better for the Navy in a bomber. And then here comes the, here comes the A6. The A6 is born. The A6 is born and now it's dead. (laughs) Uh, yeah, I thought it was a highly entertaining film. I'm, uh, I enjoyed it thoroughly. I enjoyed it. I would recommend somebody to see it. I was, I wouldn't have it up, up, to, like I said, up until the mission was complete. I went, this, this, this is garbage. This is absolute garbage. I think they could have trimmed 45 minutes out of it by taking Jennifer Conley and all that. Oh, and by the way, they homaged. The Kelly McGinnis role. She's got a Porsche nine. She's got a Porsche nine eleven, just like she does. <laughs> I mean, that's like that's that's a little hokey. Yeah, I know. I was like, because Molly asked me, she's like, "Is is Jennifer Connelly supposed to be uh, her from the first one?" I was like, "No, I don't think so." No, she wasn't. Yeah. She wasn't. There was no tie into her character whatsoever. You know, not because yeah. she wouldn't have. She wouldn't have been around. She wouldn't have been a bartender. Right. Yeah. She just, she loved the place so much. She just uh, started she a bar. An, she was an intelligence agent for the United, or for the, for the United States of America. She, she worked for the Pentagon. I think she, that yeah. would be quite the demotion. Yeah, exactly. Even if she owned the bar, she <laughs> did have a nice boat. It's true. She could have owned multiple bars. Maybe she started a franchise. Ken, we were at less than a minute. That's all I got. That's all I got. I mean, I could go on for hours and hours and hours, but we got less than a minute. We're just two idiots talking. Download, rate, subscribe. Get at us on the social media. Just two idiots talking on the, at, on Instagram. Just two idiots talking at yahoo.com. <laughs>